0: Hey everyone, Aga here. Uh, You'll notice that we didn't put anything out in January for the podcast. Um, There's a bunch of reasons for this. Um, But the big one is that, you know, we've been trying trying some new stuff with some friends. We've been recording some stuff, trying some stuff out, coming up with new ideas for stuff. Um, We're not going to affect the show as it currently stands, but, you know, there's a couple of ideas that we've had cooking up. Uh, plus, we, you know, we released three episodes over as many days in the festive season. And if you talk those up, they come out to about four and a half hours. So, yeah, you just have to deal with it. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, what have we been up to? Well, that's all a bit hush hush right now. We did attend the Leeds Retro Fair in January, and that was amazing. Uh, definitely check that out. I know we have some folks who listen from countries other than the uk but if you're ever in the uk and in leeds and there's a retro event happening go along to it because you know they're pretty cool Uh, and whilst i was there i had a chat with the organizer steve smith um and he graciously agreed to appear on the podcast uh, in an interview which i ran which was really quite cool Um, and it makes a difference really because uh, most of the time outside of waffling taylor's land when i'm doing some of my stuff I'm being interviewed by stuff and being included in videos and stuff. So that's pretty cool being on the other side, uh, as it were, was really nice. Um, I do have the interview queued up for the end of this episode. There'll be some more stuff after it, but only a little bit like a tag. Um, so I have got it queued up for the end of this episode, but I wanted to talk a little bit about the, uh, the Eden Esports bar in Leeds as well. That's really cool. We went there um, after the retro event, uh, the retro games fair and we uh, we sort of chilled out there for a couple hours and it is really cool they've got i think i think uh top of my head they've got like 12 windows pcs in there that you can play on like steam and they've got discord and twitch and all of that kind of stuff so you can stream from there you can stream to there they've got uh tvs with like uh, xbox ones and ps4s and i think there was a gamecube don't quote me on that but probably some someone probably already has and it is a working bar as well, so you can get a beer, sit at a computer, and play you know half an hour of a video game. It's really cool. You can get your lunch there as well, which is what we did. But that's definitely worth checking out. I'll put a link in the show notes for their website, which is pretty cool. Um, and I'll add some photographs that I took of the uh, Eden eSports bar into the show notes as well. So definitely check out the show notes for this one, if you don't usually. Um, where's Squidgy? Well i can't really say what he's up to at the minute because it's a bit of a secret mission but he is going to be back pretty soon he's currently got some stuff going on so he's got things are getting a bit twisty and uh so i'm just going to leave it at that um he will be back soon don't you worry about that and we're also looking to get chief back on and going to see if we can get B on again um we've got some other guests lined up as well which is pretty cool i'll go into that in a minute So, who's this Steve fella that I mentioned earlier? Well, uh, he's the bloke who started the RetroEvents.co.uk website. Um, They run their Collectabilia and Retro Games Fair and Retro Gaming events in Leeds. It's totally worth checking out their site because some of the stuff they do is really cool. So, the um, the Retro Gaming events that they do in Leeds, uh, they take over one of the local bars. Like, take over the bar and... They have like all of their old consoles there, and you can just go chill out, play Pac-Man, and have a pie, or the, they set up like little mini tournaments for Mario Kart and stuff. It's really cool, um, and you'll hear some some stuff in the in the interview as well, where he talks about some of the stuff that they've done in the past. It's really really cool, really cool. Definitely worth checking out their site. And they also do stuff like you could rent their consoles for like events that you might be having having so that's that's also really cool so yeah i interviewed steve at the retro gaming event at the event like as we were walking around the building which was really cool and i'm going to include that after this bit but what i want to say is that i want to preface that interview with a bit of a warning and that warning is be careful on a slightly more serious note, and one that isn't a reference to a bit of Fry and Laurie, I recorded this interview with Steve in the lobby of the hotel where the event was happening. Now, the hotel lobby was a working hotel lobby, so there's people running around and talking and, you know, doing their thing, like I'm hit-chilling in the hotel lobby sort of thing. It was also the room you had to go through to get to the retro event, where you had to queue to, um, to buy your entry pass and stuff like that, so there was a lot of people there. A lot of background noise. And if you couple that with my rookie mistake of taking some um, untested field recording equipment with me and using that, you know, you find that the recording that comes out is a bit, it's a bit rough. What I will say is I'm not an audio engineer, but uh, I have done what I can to fix it with my limited knowledge of like how audio works, which is based on my kind of limited knowledge of how um, electronics work. But what's great is that a few of my friends had offered their time to try and give it a go and see if they could fix anything. And unfortunately they couldn't. Big shout out to uh, Joe from the Coding Blocks podcast because he, he stepped up and, you know, donated some of his time to try and help me fix the audio. Uh, But there wasn't just not much more that they could do to fix it. I'm going to include it here and I'm going to take some time and write up the interview as well, because there are some parts that are, it's a bit rough. You'll see what I mean in a minute. Because I've done what I can and it's a bit rough. What I want to say is I'm going to leave a two-second, maybe three-second gap between when I stop waffling now and when I splice that audio in. What I'd like you to do, if you really are paying attention and listening to this, is turn the volume down for your headphones, for your speakers, for your whatever you're using to play this with, and let the interview start, and then turn it back up again uh, to a safe, nice volume. You'll see why once it starts, because, like I say, the audio is a bit—it clips a lot. Mainly when I speak, because my voice is really bassy, which you wouldn't expect. You look at my face, and you don't expect a bassy voice to come out of it. But I think it's mainly my voice was too much for the the recording equipment. Um, but I'm going to see if I can tweak that, the actual equipment. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave a two-second gap here um, when I stop talking, and then the interview will start. Apologies, everyone. It's a bit...
1: Where the retro event is happening, the retro games event is happening. i do here with Steve, that um, was one of the de- de-organisers. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for taking some time out to chat with me no, It's guys. good, man. It's good. It's, uh, it's quite, Have you have you been in a, like interviewed for like a podcast or anything before? Or? Uh, yeah, well, uh, not for a podcast, but oh. we did. Uh, we we're on Leeds TV a oh, couple of cool. times with the events. Um, and did a radio piece for Radio Leeds as well. So yeah. Um, a bit of old hat at this you know? <laughs> that's cool you need to have like a t-shirt so yeah. I can be interviewed the first one I did in this venue was uh, live on, on Sky News as well oh wow yeah. yeah. that's, very cool. that's cool. that's a bit nerve wracking that one. Yeah, yeah <laughs> wow so have you been doing the, the events for a long time then I mean um, I've been doing retro gaming stuff for a few years now yeah I uh, started, uh, uh, what, what, six years ago at least. Square. Yeah. I was involved with some people and we would put on stuff at other events and put challenges and tournaments on. Mm-hmm. And then um, as time's gone on, because I'm a massive hoarder and collector of stuff, um, there was never many sellers. In. So I just thought, uh, well, I want an event where I can buy lots of stuff. So I thought, you know what, well, I'll just put my own on. And uh, it's the <laughs> an easiest way to get something yeah. going, is Yeah, yeah was literally so I could buy more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think mean, there must be people like me though. Yeah, yeah, well, um, <laughs> if you look at that queue. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, so so the event has officially been open for an hour and a half-ish, and the queue goes out the door, down the back of the building and round the corner, from yeah. what I've been able to sell. It's crazy. Uh, it, it's it's brilliant. It's yeah, yeah. It's, it's really good. Uh, did, you ever, did you ever think there would be this much kind of demand? Um, and to be honest, at first, it was a massive, it was just a punt Because mm. um, the very first one I did was in the basement of the town hall. Mm. And, and we were looking at it thinking, we do comic first down there. So yeah, we'll do record first, that must be fine. We'll probably get the same thing, you know, chilled out. People just come and browse all day and go. And then when we did that, um, we had, I think it was like 1,500 people turn up for a room that can fit under two hundred. Wow. Um Wow. And a queue, in literally, some people came for two hours to get in it was insane so then I realised you know what yeah there is a market <laughs> <laughs> so that yeah, we took over the whole of the town hall and then twice as many people turned up wow. so um, yeah I know it's amazing to see actually yeah yeah, yeah. this is amazing so it's, it's not just these retro events in Perham is it uh, the Collector Mania as well uh, yeah so I've got um, so the company's Retro Events Limited Yes. Yeah. so uh, that's just the umbrella for uh, right, the retro games fair we do the Collector so, yeah, Games fairs um, pretty much twice a year. I might do three a year, and then the collection of Beers is three or four times a uh, year. And then I do Retro Games Nights as well like in Belgrade, where oh, I just fill the place with consoles and little arcade cabs to play and all sorts. Well, and people just come in and they can just play the video games and have with, a beer. Yeah, I sit at a couple of beers, sit on a sofa, beers with your mates, you know. Um, yeah, no, they're really cool. So we get like 250 people at times to give room in the Belgrave and, yeah. and it's just a really good laugh. That's it. That is really it. Um, so I guess we've kind of covered that first special because that first special was what new year start the fail? Yeah, we've kind of covered that. You were able to buy more stuff. <laughs> You're <Yeah. laughs> basically what you've said. Yeah. <laughs> The other one was that, i to, you know, like, when you did the very first one, you know, it's just, it's hard to, describe like, so I had a stall at the very first one and she walked in. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I just did that. i yeah. get myself that a store, you know. Just thought, well, everyone just go past me the big people. I thought that was the least incons- you know, like the store that not going to annoy all the other sellers. Made my few bits out there, and straight away the first person through the door went, "Oh my god, I had that when I was a kid!" Oh my word, I've not seen that for years, and like the face lit up, and you're like, like a little kid. And uh, so right like, now with other stuff, I I've got setups for. Like unions and other events, so you can play loads of things as well, and you get the same thing. It's amazing. So yeah, I agree. love that. It's a really good deal. Yeah, it so it's I, I had a similar thing when I came in here. Uh, every single time I've gone in, someone's been selling an Amstrad CPC 461 yeah. and that is the computer that right. I got as a kid. Yeah. You know, and so I can remember typing away writing so these programs. It's, it's you'll see cool. that it'll remind you of being yeah. a kid and it'll make you smile you know, right? yeah, everyone, everyone in there that have their uh, um, uh, favourite moments as a kid, you know. Yeah, I, you exactly, know? yeah. Like, you know, for me, it was like nipping out from school at lunchtime time and kicking my mates in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, right, exactly. But, I mean, I remember when uh, Resident, Resident Evil 2 for the N64 came out. <laughs> I get embarrassed telling the story, but I got my feeling I made myself physically ill <laughs> because I was waking up early to play it before yeah. school, rushing home after school, playing it until I fell yeah. asleep. And then, you know, the cycle continues, you know. Yeah. And I saw a copy in there and someone selling it for £100. Yeah, it's really bad, one Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. But I've seen also, like, yeah, you see the people who are like, maybe our age, our generation, people who are older with yeah. us, people who are kids, and they're all mm-hmm. having, like you said, yeah. reaction. the same reaction. And so um, I did a thing, um, yeah. how was it now? It was at least Trinity university. I bought mm-hmm. some consoles from, well, the yeah. first time I did it, was consoles and games in the 70s. And so in oh, there, you know, I had like an old Pond machine, and I had um, like a 2600 Atari and stuff, mm-hmm. and people were walking up going, oh, so all the students there were 18, just looking again. What? I not seen that? <laughs> I used to play this. What? One of the guys who worked in the college walked in and, Oh, my God. It <laughs> playing it for hours, you know, ages. And, yeah. uh, and then the, uh, a couple of months later, did one from uh, consoles from, like, the, the 90s and 2000s. I had a PlayStation 2 there. And this girl came in, the same reaction, going, Oh, my God, that's so retro. It was my first ever console. like, <laughs> <laughs> are you allowed to be born in the nineties? I do that. And it's yeah, but it's the same reaction, but in my that's not even retro, is it? was <laughs> <laughs> five minutes ago I remember QNS. That's what it seems like, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. So that's cool. Um so I guess the, that covers the the next question which is so what are some of your favourite event there, memories from, from yeah. this event talking it is I guess that scene the reaction of oh, yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you know people having fun and just enjoying games, and I like the fact that I'm, I like I like building up this community yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, There's loads of people just like me and half the people in it who like games and are geeky and mm. don't. A lot of people don't go out that much, but they come out to these. You know? Yeah. Exactly. So just, <laughs> gonna, yeah. I've seen Yeah. They meet people yeah. in these sort of. Yeah. Like some of so the games nights, you get people who don't go out, but they will come along, and you can see it's quite awkward and hard them, but they're joining in with strangers to play games. And, yeah. Really. You know. So then they're coming out more and more. Yeah, we had um, um, a couple of games night, we went to the blind date at our games night. Oh, so, wow. Um, and they ended up staying up the still together like two years later. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. That's <laughs> amazing. It's, it, like, so, like, video games and board games, and the same with music. It just brings people together, yeah. doesn't it? So it's like, if you, like, if you look at the older games, everything from the 70s and 80s and the early 90s, before they, uh, before they were building in full the stories and, you know, this place the same this person that. There, there wasn't really a story to follow but you could, sort of, you could make your own up you know? yep. why is Mario running over there and jumping on these things and yeah. I, I think that's what kind of brings us together because we can all there's that baseline of, of, of the idea of what you're doing you're moving from left to right and you're jumping on stuff but you can make your own story bits up and yep. Like you see it now people you know, they, they literally they write their own fan fiction and you know, there's a huge market for um, making songs based on songs in video games yeah. really Really matter, really. Yeah. It's like um, it's like a film I suppose. If you get ten people watching a film it's pretty much everyone and I have nearly the same experience. Ten people playing a game will all come out with a different thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, their version of it where they died here and there and they couldn't solve that bit, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is, it's pretty cool. And you know, there's, there's the slight education aspect to it, sorry, you know. Not just things like brain training, but you know, solving puzzles. Mm getting yourself a little puzzle of the Tetris you know yeah. that teaches you literally teaches you how yeah. to pack stuff away Yeah, you know without realising Yeah, brilliant um, have you played Tetris it's in there yeah I, s- I saw it I saw it in the Retro 5 I was yeah. tempted to have a go I'm not, I'm not going to lie but uh, I wanted to try and set up some kind of four player <laughs> bubble man yeah. um, just see because I was there on the drinker. So I wanted to see if I could do that so i was never going to go there but you know I might be able to beat someone here <laughs> do it yeah <laughs> um okay uh so um are there any Big, I mean, you've mentioned there's some people who are coming to big events like this, might be a little local for them, but for the community as a whole, are there any big um, challenges or things that have really gotten in your way, saying any these events, them, I guess, the size of the venues? It's hard. Um, it's, it's, the size of venues is definitely one. You know, mm-hmm. There is a demand there for it. You mm-hmm. can't get what we want always venue want. Um, but other challenges, I suppose. I mean, there's a good thing that, um, say, like CX and mainstream shops are now selling retro games. Mm-hmm. So in some ways, that's brilliant because it opens it up to a much wider audience. But then there's also a slightly negative aspect here because some of the sellers here can't compete with that. You know, yeah, here's such a big organisation. Um, but then on the flip side, is that some of the sellers here... Sell quite a lot of their stock to CX. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so come out here and yeah. tell me, so I don't have to um, see, see you yeah, It's exactly it's a money. You know. <laughs> so it's it's a weird one because like the, the prices, I don't know. Yeah, it feels like they've been artificially inflated quite a bit. No, yeah. So as more yeah. people have got into yeah. it, yeah, more people won the top price for their games, mm-hmm. you know. So and CX have bumped up. So it feels like they've bumped up the price quite a lot on a, on a fair few things. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, like I saw a Master System on the Facebook group the other day, you can see a shop window for £100 for a Master System console. Wow. You know, wow. Like, these vendors yeah. you can pick up one for 40 quid. Yeah. quid, you know. Yeah, it's But then the perception is, of the average person who doesn't know much about it will go, oh, 100 quid, I've got one of them. And then they wanted to sell it for 100 quid. And exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, and now, you know, you go to a car booth and you can't find any of this stuff at all for anywhere near, you know, prices you used to. Mm. So... So that's a bit of a challenge, but if you're really into it and you're, you know, like anything into it, really market, supply and demand, if you really want it and you have to pay the price, then that's what it's worth. That's exactly it. I remember, um, I think five, six years ago, I bought a copy of Panzer Dragoon Saga for the Sega Saturn, and it was... 50 quid I think yeah. I saw one in there Some, yeah. well there's a guy selling 300 in there. you know what I mean and it's like, <laughs> it is that supply, like, yeah. supply and demand You know, people yeah. are like "Oh, I want to get into this or I want to play the games I used to play as a kid and so, you know, there are I want, I'm not going to dance around the subject there are illegitimate ways to get these kinds of things yeah. you can go on the internet and go to certain websites exactly. and download them but there's a difference between I'll play the game and I'll have it on the shelf and yeah. like a things, uh, exactly. you know, there's the difference between I push the button and it loads again instantly yeah. and I'll drop the disc in the machine wait for the machine to go, oh it's crashed this yeah. Time, time, yeah. time, you know it's, it's part of the whole experience you know, even even when I was a kid and we had the mess and the early noticed, you know, you had to take the cartridge out oh, yeah. and you weren't supposed to blow on it, yeah. it back yeah. in and, you know, uh, and that was part of the experience yeah. you know, even my kids at a very early age would know to pull out cartridge am the to <laughs> There's always one of those things that's like ingrained into our DNA. Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's like um, I do, um, I put consoles and games to play for the basis. I did one at my kids' school last year. Mm-hmm. put about 10, 15 consoles to play in, fundraising events, and, um, and it, uh, it just made me laugh that these five year olds, six year olds were running in going, oh, yeah, play a game Sonic and Mario. Oh, yeah. And they were really hyper. And then one kid looked at me and we went, Steve, how'd you, how'd you change your character? How'd you play it? I'd just change your character. And you'd just poke in the screen <laughs> to touch the screen. I'm like, you yeah. know, what is it? And i went like, no, you we'll use, we'll use the joypad. Yeah, yeah, he was like that. He picked up and tried to hit the screen with the joypad. <laughs> and then and I showed him that you push it down, left, right, or use it on select. He's like, oh, Okay. And then he was trying to drive, like, as you yeah. control. <laughs> and then another kid, you know, like Pac-Man with a joystick, how'd you play them? Just use a stick up, down, left, right. And, literally, he's like, moving his arms around, oh, yeah. the stick. Yeah, that's cute. And you know, it's weird, you know, that... To me, that's the most easiest control yeah, yeah. method in the world for a whole generation of people. It felt kind of cool to educate kids mm. how to play. Well, there's those <laughs> wonderful videos. <laughs> I don't know if you have seen them. <laughs> There's some wonderful videos on YouTube of um, people introducing seven and eight years to like bits of technology from the seventies yeah. and eighties. This is a floppy disk. What does that do? I don't know. It looks like the save but you yeah. know, or, yeah, here's, a, here's a virtual a phone. What's that? How do I yeah. how do I send text messages? Do you know what I mean? I, uh, I did I saw one of them and I did that I did that with my kids when we set out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And you know, I me and went, right, so um, we used to listen to music on this. Do you know how to listen to it? I'll get music off it. And uh, my kids were shaking up by the ear. Because <laughs> it. made a little rattling noise. Oh, yeah, that's how you Don't you feel any fast <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Uh, no. um, but, yeah, so, no, I, 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 I do like that, you know, like, teaching people games. And that's cool, that's cool. It's cool, like, introducing them to a whole new generation to what we grew up yeah, exactly. And it's crazy that like we didn't need any instructions on how to do you it. Know, Here's the controller, yeah, go for it. And you'd be like, Oh yeah, yeah. this is easy. And then because we've got the touch screen and because we've got on demand and you can shout at your device to get it working, we sort of lost lost that sort of plan, yeah. and, a little bit, yeah. You know. So it's fun to see like what I, I guess what our parents might have seen when they yeah. gave us the controllers, you know. Because, it's like, it kind of like when I was teaching these kids how to just hold the joypad. It's exactly the same as when I was teaching my parents how to play the game when yeah, I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. You've been teaching people how to play games your entire life. Yeah. Like, I do not even know this? This is easy. <laughs> and then they go, oh well I can't do it. They give you the controller and you're off. You know, because it's yeah. muscle memory and I have to do this to beat that boss. And, yeah. you know, it's crazy. Yeah. That is absolutely crazy. Um, okay, so um, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, do you have any particular? Um, are there any particular advantages to playing older games or newer games, uh, newer games over older games? Obviously, apart from the graphics and stuff like that. Uh, um, that's a, I feel like that's a bit of a subjective uh, yeah, question. Yeah, I think a lot of that will come down to your own personal experience of your favourite games. You know, yeah. I mean, like for me, Chuck Yak's my favourite game. I can play that thing blindfolded. Just I've played it that many times for the last thirty odd years. Yeah. You know? um, the, like, like you're saying, older games are a lot harder to play. You know. Um, whereas new games, you get a tutorial and it handholds you through, and you've got quick save after quick save, and you know it's pretty easy. Play Call of Duty, you can complete the main game with no troubles. Because whenever you die, you stay back to a save point thirty seconds ago. You know. Um, whereas older games, you have three lives to live the entire game. That's it, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But then, uh, toys to play games properly and learn patterns and stuff, you right? know? Mm-hmm. So I, don't, I kind of feel like a lot of yeah, games nowadays are a bit, I don't know, not, I don't know about too easy, but the standard mode is generally quite easy, and I, know, I did Call of Duty Infinite Warfare the other day just played the whole thing on autopilot well I had no idea what the story was about <laughs> everyone yeah. the was there going oh pretty explosion shoot that guy yeah, and shoot it. that guy yeah. then shoot that guy oh I'm going to run around the corner and shoot that guy. <coughs> yeah and then I remember though from playing older ones that you don't have to sit there picking people up just run as fast as you can to trigger the next checkpoint so you run get killed then you run, and, and, yeah, yeah, and you back to that run the and you can just do that a lot you, you? don't even have yeah. to actually play the game you yeah. yeah, just Sonic all yeah. way through it again, so yeah, yeah. so it's really real, it's more like an attractive yeah. film, yeah. It, you know.
0: yeah,
1: I guess, uh, yeah. yeah. so other things that are uh, harder with, uh, like, old, troubles with older games, though, like loading the tape. Uh, yes, <laughs> my goodness. Uh, yeah. uh, what did we have? We had, for that, for that answer, oh, we had some, I think it was a copy of Eight, and I'd only ever played it once. The second time I went to play it, somebody had over the game.
0: Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know, they the head, look, put the it uh, in the head and recorded some concert or oh, whatever. No, no, no. And I'd lost it. It's like um, the other ones. Um, what uh, game was it? Um, I don't know, Amiga. You know, like when you call you fit a puzzle wheel to get a code. Oh, yeah. If you yeah, load up yeah. the game, you have to find this to get that and work out what to type in to let you play the game. And that was it now. Is it was a game on oh. spectrum. It came with this, like, lenticular... Thing that you put over the instruction right? manual. Mm-hmm. So you have to go to a certain page in a certain line, you hold it over there, and look through the slot, and they give you a word. What word! Best copy protection system ever! Yeah. That's amazing. So things thinks like that, you know. And, but a lot of the material, a lot of the, the, the media is degraded now, so you can't play That's out. true, yeah, yeah, that is true. As, yeah, I guess. Yeah, because, I mean, if you look at like the Dreamcast and stuff, their drives just burn out on this yes. and you know some, some bright sparkers is going to well, why don't I rewire uh, to put an SD yeah. card reader in and, and it still works mm-hmm. you still have to you know, source the goods but yeah that's I want to get one of them. yeah I'm going mm-hmm. to get myself a um because I like I said I'm a computer programmer yeah I'm going to get myself a is it a dream Pi? yeah no dream somewhere and you use a Raspberry Pi as the broadband modern yeah and they're bringing all the older games yeah. back online, so yeah, there's, a, there's a, a like private servers out there, isn't it?
0: mm-hmm. there?
1: It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Um, so I guess one last one. Um, yeah. What? I guess uh, what's your? Well, I think we kind of covered your favourite, uh, your favourite video, video game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But what's like the highest score you've ever achieved, or the maybe your favourite achievement you've ever done? Like, have you ever done something in one of these yeah. games? You're like, wow! I don't think I'll ever be able to repeat that again. That was a complete fluke. <laughs> you are what? Uh, probably most of the games I play. know <laughs> <laughs> I, as a kid, completing Alex Kid in the World—that was one. Yeah. I can't even do two levels on it now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I, I'm one of these people that I, I like playing. I love playing games. But um, well, I'm not that good at it, I don't think. Um, so, yeah, if, if it's a really hard game and i manage managed to do it, on my like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I have <laughs> found a way to bypass it. Yeah, yeah, well, you're just running through yeah, your set checkpoints. So. Okay, um, uh, so if, if, there was someone, if someone came up to you, 13, 14 years old, and went, I want to get into playing the slightly older video games I want to I want to experience some of the best games that have ever been made or that you've ever played what three games would you recommend or? um ooh okay yeah. Chuck yeah, obviously what's this is brilliant okay. uh, Street Fighter 2 probably yeah um that's the one for me Street Fighter 2 and the SNES. that I just played that today um but looking back I think one of the newer versions is better so like Street Fighter 0-3 or something okay. for me that's the better game so probably one of them two um and yeah, I think maybe like Super Mario Brothers. You know, like. yeah. yeah. Or Tetris or you know there's too many. Yeah, right. <laughs> <But>, um, <laughs> I intentionally picked that question because I yeah. knew it would really, be really hard. <laughs> See like every games night I do I have a similar set of games out because mm-hmm. they're the ones that everyone just wants to play all the time. So, you know, like yeah, Bomberman, Micro Machine, Street Fighter 2, um sometimes Halo actually. Okay. Um, that yeah. goes down quite well um, but it is a GoldenEye, Mario Kart, Smash Brothers. It's just the same core set of games. that's pretty much what everyone had. And that's what everyone wants to re- reminisce over, you know. For. Occasionally I put out some random games. Uh, random obscure Japanese things that are really playable. But no one really cares. You want to play what they know. So, um, yeah. Yeah, so Chucky, just yeah. saw a of it. I might change it to Tetris. Okay, that's cool. But then, yeah, Sonic, Street Fighter 2, Mario Brothers, that kind of stuff. So pretty much everything from the early 90s. You yeah, yeah, just because like, <laughs> there's as many that one. That's it, yeah, yeah, sorry. Brilliant, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, thanks for having the chat with us today. It's been fun. Yeah, and uh, I hope to see you. Well, I, I think we're going to miss yeah. the summer one because we've got a family event happening because we're all related. The, the the guys, um, so we're going to miss the summer one, but we're, we're going to try and catch up with the club card to be able really? to as well and come on to that. next. you know, sort of joining in part of the fun. I think, yeah, you know, yeah, that was quite cool. Yeah, anyway,
0: thanks very much. Cheers, Cheers. Thank, you. thank you. So, what do you think to that? That was pretty cool, wasn't it? Like I say, Steve is a really ace guy. I have got the questions that I asked him written out, and I think I think one or two of them could be repurposed. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. And like I say, I'm going to get the audio transcribed, even if it's just me sitting with a pair of headphones and transcribing it. I'll put it up as a blog post and then link back to this episode, I think. Because, um, so like I say, some parts of it are a bit rough. I know what I said, and I was obviously there when it, was, uh, when it happened, so I can remember most of it. But yes, seriously, definitely check out uk. They also have on their website a full schedule of their upcoming events. So if you're in the area, you know, check those out. And if not, just go to their website and check out like their gallery. They've got loads of videos and, and testimonials and interviews and stuff. It's really quite cool. So that's definitely worth checking out. So I've got something coming up for the next episode. Uh, like I say, we're sand squidgy at the moment, but it's not a problem. He will be back soon. It's all good. I recently interviewed uh, Red Mage and White Mage, you'll find out who they are soon enough, about an absolutely fantastic game for Windows, Xbox One, PS4 and Switch that they've been playing recently. I'm not going to say which game it was because that'll spoil the fun. But uh, we talked for, you know, a really long time and they gave me some really cool insights into this game. I haven't played it yet. Squidgy knows what it is and he said he's going to try and play it before, before we record next so that's cool and what I'll do is I'll record our thoughts on it and splice in that interview it was a really cool interview actually You know, we also talked a lot about uh, their favourite uh, <laughs> I've got this new this is a bit of a warning for anyone who's going to be on the podcast I guess I've got this new question that I throw out to people and that is what are your three favourite video games of all time? I threw that out to them and we had a long discussion about that but that was really cool they even they bounce the question back to me so that's pretty cool but yeah um so yeah coming up we've got that next month and then i'll maybe splice that one into two we're gonna have chief back on soon as well we've got a couple of really cool blog posts lined up as well i'm saying cool a lot in this episode but there you go so yeah uh keep calm and game on i guess yeah game on and i will uh catch you next month i guess stay cool everyone bye Intro music is Behind the Lines by Ian Sutherland. Outro music is I Need You Watashi no Sabate by G.H. See the show notes for more details.